Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, I don't know what you guys were up to over the weekend, but I can tell you what Constance Wu was up to. She was stepping in it. More like woof. Yeah, exactly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, what did Constance... More like Constance what? Yeah. What did Constance Seriously, Wu do? Constance Wu. Whew, this is a story. Uh, and I'm sure many of you sort of have heard little bits and pieces of this. If you haven't followed the full story about, well, this all happened uh, or began on um, social media when she responded directly to news that the show fresh off the boat she is on was renewed. And, and she no doubt should have been saying Yay, I have a job. Or at the very least, keeping her mouth shut, because Mm -hmm. apparently she um, was not a fan of the renewal. And it all had to do with the fact that there was another project in in the works that she was going to be able to do had the show not been renewed. But because it was renewed, that did not allow her to then do whatever project she was excited Mm -hmm. for. So that led to her making direct comments on social media. I mean, that's what you need to know. Okay. So Uh she does that on social media and she basically uses the F bomb. Uh And, um, and I think it was the Instagram post where she responds directly by saying, don't like, you know, like the, the news that the show has been re-upped for another season. Don't like. Everybody was instantly like, wait a minute, what is going on with Constance Wu? She was, quote, literally crying uh, over this particular announcement. Now, everybody can understand, like, if your plans don't go according to plan. Right. You're going to be frustrated. Right. But do you take to social media and register that outrage or upset or frustration directly Right. Like most people would say, hmm, as a professional actor, I mean, there are things that I've had to do throughout my life in a professional capacity where I'm like, I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. I'm very fortunate to have a job, but I don't want to do that. Yep. I don't go to my company's Twitter page and go, you know, ah, yeah, so, yeah. She needed to clarify very quickly because when this all happened over the weekend, people were like, what's going on with Constance Wu? And I was like, is she having some kind of like breakdown or something? Or are we just like misinterpreting what's actually going on? So rightly so, she took to social media and responded in her own words Mm -hmm. at length. And it is that response, I think, that we should talk about uh, to some degree um, for the segment anyway, because (laughs) it will. I want you to describe how you. You you said she did like three things in this apology. So she did the classic apology where she first uh, now I can't remember how I put it, but like clarified, yep. justified and then blamed. blamed, shamed and blamed and then tried to educate. 
And so in that order, let me give you a little taste of her Mm -hmm. doing this. And then let's just talk about it again. Constance Wu, she's doing fresh off the boat. It was renewed. Everybody else, very excited. Constance Wu, because they were like, I have a job. (laughs) Think about all those people. Anyway, she goes, look, I love fresh off the boat. I was now I want you to just register the things that stick out to you and then we'll talk Uh about them. Uh I was temporarily upset yesterday, not because I hate the show, but because it's renewal meant I had to give up another project that I was really passionate about. So my dismayed social media replies using the F-bomb, among other things, were more about the other project and not about fresh off the boat. But Colleen, I understand how that could feel interconnected and could get muddled. So here is me unmuddling it with the truth. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like she's trying to explain something to someone who doesn't need it, something explained to them? Yeah. Because that's what it sounds like to me. She's like, I know it seems confusing to you right. what I was doing. Oh, no, no. I'm not confused, I'm confused at all. You had a you tantrum. You were ticked off and had a tantrum on, on social, social media. media where everybody can see it. Yeah. And now you realize whoops did it on the outside should have done it on the inside now most people would say look i'm human i reacted i'm sorry i love the show duh like you don't really probably need to explain to people those things right okay let me go on can i go on yeah we are in the clarification phase remember she understands that you could feel that this was interconnected Mm -hmm. but it's not just so you know you're wrong fresh off the boat is a great show that i'm proud of and that i enjoy don't you do you? I've gotten to fully explore my character and I know we're like the back of my hand. So playing Jessica's fun and easy and pleasant, I get to work with a kind and pleasant crew, which makes it all quite enjoyable. So obviously I don't dislike doing a show that's fun and easy and pleasant. Okay. By the way, that crew <laughs> that you get she's to, basically be, talking down to everybody. The cast and crew, the pleasant like, cast I and like crew you that you like so much are probably were probably kind of happy that they got to keep working yeah. and making money. Okay, go on. Um, but but in general, she's like, I like all these people. I like the show. That's not the problem. But in general, I've always sought artistic challenge over comfort and ease. So basically, she's like, I'm bored with you people. And I'm I can't be bothered right now. And I'm better than you people because I this is not challenging. And I am a person who needs challenge. I was disappointed in not being able to do that other project because that other project would have challenged me as an artist. That other project would have been really hard and not easy or pleasant at all. You know, like this show over here, you're all easy and very pleasant. Uh You're very nice, but easy and not challenging at all. Do you want to work with this woman at this point? Not at all. No, not at all. I didn't want to work with her the other day when she was throwing the F-bomb around. Now I really don't want to work with her. And then she does that thing where she's like... Sometimes even my closest friends are baffled at how I could value artistic challenge and difficulties over success and happiness. But I do. I know it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, honey. Are have you learned anything about Constance Wu yet that you didn't that un- already know? She's insufferable. <laughs> yes. But Colleen, my uh-huh. words, my words. We're talking about Constance Wu, by the way, and the excuse that she has given. Uh, since telling the world that she was ticked off that her show, successful hit show, was renewed. Yeah. Not canceled. Yep. I understand that that can be confusing. 
<laughs> and muddled yes. easily. But my words, Colleen, and ill time, my words and ill timing. Was there a better time for those no. words? Okay. We're insensitive to those who are struggling. I'm not struggling, but apparently, uh-huh. anyway, who are struggling, especially insensitive, considering the fact that. I used to be in that struggle too. Oh, girl, you're gonna Excuse find me. You're gonna find yourself back in that struggle <laughs> okay. real quick. I do regret that, and it wasn't nice. And I am sorry for that. I know it's a huge privilege that I even have options, options that Fresh Off the Boat has afforded me. But if one does have privilege, they ought to use that privilege as best they can. Uh-huh. So I get to be a biatch. Because I'm on a popular show. I'll sit with that for a minute. For me, that means pushing myself artistically, constantly challenging myself by doing what's unfamiliar and scary. So I'm trying to use, I'm trying my best to use it well. So I was being a bitch because it was going to give me more challenges. See, so that's the justifying part yeah. of the apology. People assumed, Colleen, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that that meant I don't love and enjoy Fresh Off the Boat. They assumed. Now so we're in the was, shaming place. It was their fault, yeah. right? But I do love and enjoy it. I hope you believe me. <laughs> People can hold conflicting views in their hearts. Now she's going to educate us. <laughs> that conflict is part of being human. So I can both love the show, but at the same time be disappointed that I lost another unrelated job. I appreciate those who have given me the space and faith to believe what I say about both parts of my heart. Okay, hey, now, from what does the, that mean? From the rest of it, can we just talk about how it goes so far off the rails right now, starting right now? Thank you. It's meaningful when you make the choice to believe women. Pardon? I'm sorry. Are you trying to hitch your wagon to a different movement right now? Ah! Hashtag me too. Oh, God. As if I haven't shamed you enough and everyone around me, I am on an award winning show with lots of privilege. I can now leave that show and you bitches are trying to hold me back. Again, the point me too. The point is not that she can't have the feelings she's had, w- right? Yeah. We all act irrationally at times. But the problem isn't that she acted irrationally. The problem is that she acted irrationally on social media in many different ways. And then had to answer for it and was kind of upset that she had to answer for it. Those That action has consequences. And that's exactly what, you know, when we're teaching kids about how to use social media, this would be like, this is going to be used in oh, the yeah. classroom. Yeah, <laughs> because like- you can't, you cannot, you cannot follow your impulse on social media without having to be held accountable for it later. Well, yes, and the jury's still out on that because sometimes people aren't held accountable. This is true. Good point. I was curious, though, like if the show would be like at some point, like. We don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, because at what point do you like it's it's such and I don't want to because we've we're going to talk about some like generational differences Uh in a little bit later. But and I don't want to make it just about that because that seems too simple. But like you just shamed me. Like she's shaming all of those people mm-hmm. for being ticked off that she was a jerk. Yeah. Like you were a jerk on social media. Fine. Own it. Everybody is entitled to be a jerk. You're a jerk on occasion. I'm a jerk on occasion. Holly can even be a jerk on occasion. More often than not. 
She's not. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, no. So like that's that's not the thing, girl. Like everybody does that. You're yeah. not unique to that. What's unique is that you think that you can make this um, unfortunately not unique enough among celebrities, but certainly for her. Like, you think that I don't see that? Like, that somehow right. you're going to be able to hashtag me to your way out of this? Yeah. That, like, you are just so committed to your craft <laughs> that you, you know, can't be bothered to be a nice person. Yeah. And yeah. we should all feel horrible for calling you a jerk. No! Also, again, don't think, girlfriend, that you've now arrived at this place and it's going to stay like that. And we didn't, yeah, we didn't even have time to get into that because there's this whole thing and we could at some other point, but unfortunately her words were too long and worthy of just shaming. We'll shame her for that. That, um, this is, she, this is nothing new. How many other actors and actresses throughout Hollywood have said time and time again, I'm out of here. I am too big for this room. And then what happens to their careers? Most of the time they crash and burn. Yeah. We don't hear much or from them. They end up selling exercise equipment on an inf- on a infomercial Suzanne Summer style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt from Hollywood and the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. We're talking about restaurants. Where to go? I ate so much this weekend, you guys. That's straight up like pizza, ribs, Chinese food within a 24-hour period. That sounds like a dream. Holy Hannah and a stomachache. It was great, but now I'm paying the price. Uh, Somebody else who thought things were great but now is paying the price is Felicity Huffman. Okay. Arriving in court, entering a guilty plea in this college admissions scandal. She went into a Boston courtroom today. She is pleading guilty for her role in this scandal. She went to the courthouse with her brother. Uh, There wasn't any sign uh, at the beginning of her husband, William H. Macy. I'm not sure if he ended up showing up, but she is, of course, one of 13 people who've agreed to plead guilty in this case. Uh, It could still be another 12 to 14 weeks until she is sentenced. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...is what TMZ is reporting and prosecutors want her to do four to ten months in a federal prison. Huffman's attorneys will argue it should be between zero and six months. Uh, The judge will obviously decide, and then there could also be fines and restitution involved. She 
just to go back to the charges, it's conspiracy to commit mail fraud as well as honest services mail fraud. So she paid Rick Singer $15,000 to rig her daughter's SAT test. And then the daughter also had twice as much time as other people to be able to complete the exam. Her answers were then corrected afterward. And how they get you is because then you mail that stuff in. Yep. And that's where the federal charges come into play because everyone's going, well, how is this a federal offense if it's involved? Everything's happening in one state. And is it like that major of a crime It's when you involve the post office? So if you are going to commit a crime, don't mail evidence through the U.S. Postal Service because you're going to be screwed because that's what they that's how they get you. Isn't that fascinating? That is fascinating. They don't mess around with the postal service. No. Um, and you know, it's funny. I don't know why my brain always goes to this with Felicity Huffman because of the time that has passed since we learned about the scandal and now that she's entering the plea and then still to wait for the sentencing. sentencing. I just think about like, what is her daily life like? Oh, just like miserable. Also knowing that her daughter did not know that she was arranging all of this. I just, you gotta, I just wonder about the parts that we are not seeing. Should have thought about that before she committed fraud. Yeah. Yikes. Felonious mm-hmm. assault on my sensibilities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Empire is going to end after season six following the Jesse Smollett controversy. So after this upcoming sixth season, it will be done. Uh, Fox says we are turning the final season into a television event. We are trying to go out guns blazing. You allow fans to lean in and have the ending they deserve. Um, you know, Jesse Smollett was written out of the final two episodes of the fifth season following his whole fraud mm-hmm. situation, which was alleged. And then the charges were dropped. I bet he's grateful for Felicity guilty. Huffman and Lori Loughlin. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, that all happened at the exact right time for him. No kidding. So writers, uh, the writers' room for next season has not even gathered yet. So he was asked, uh, one of the heads of Fox, if Jesse Smollett would be returning for the final season. They said, at this point, we have no plans for that. So yeah, like why would you at this point, right? Yeah, I know. I, the, I. I, I bet everybody wants to be as far from Jesse Smollett as possible. I don't know. I read other reports saying that a lot of people, including Taraji P. Henson, really backed him up and wanted him back on the show. Well, I the think actors, they did. The yeah. actors did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why any network would be yeah. touching him with a 10-foot pole. He's a liability. Because all that would happen. I mean, they're thinking of like, you know, mid-season. Okay, he comes back in mid-season. Some, you know, he's found guilty of something or yeah. other. And, and I haven't watched Empire, case. so I yeah. don't know. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't know enough about the show either. Uh, Doris Day passed away at the age of 97. That's a big story today. It's very sad. Colleen didn't know that she was still alive. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you. Really she was not. just living her wonderful she's life in Carmel Yeah, Valley. I know she's a legend. Yeah, but, but it's hard to keep track of who's dead yes. and who's alive. No, Thank it's you. not. There's like one left. Oh, it's Betty White. Okay? I have to do the same thing with like some of my older relatives. I text my dad okay. and I'm like, Christmas cards are going. <laughs> Elizabeth. I'm sorry. I understand. There's a lot of people you in the family. There are like dozens to know and dozens. If your family's I know, still but I can't alive. remember. Like, I can't remember. I've got baby brain. So you just zip it. You, okay. I think you that that's relate. expired. I am so sorry <laughs> to tell you that that like is expired now. Within two years, to get you it's like totally legit. Colleen, oh, I think you added an extra year. Supplements or something. All right, I know. 
I did just take some cleanse supplements after my weekend of binge eating. <laughs> uh, anyway, Doris Day uh, celebrated her 97th birthday on April 3rd, which I do think is really wonderful about this is that by all accounts, she was in very good health mm-hmm. up until a quick recent bout with pneumonia and then she passed away, which yeah. I think is how we all hope to live our lives mm-hmm. and end our lives, mm-hmm. right? Like a long, full life. Absolutely. Fully full of health. Full of health and then Kicking quick and illness stretching. and then just go. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to happen. Yeah, laying in a bed surrounded by all that love you. And yeah, it's telling, wonderful. You know, you think you're amazing. Padma Lakshmi is out and about with Adam Dell wearing a huge new accessory, a giant diamond ring. Ooh. Okay. Now, reps for her are denying it's an engagement ring. The problem is, if you're going to, I mean, the reality is, folks, if you are going to wear a diamond ring on your left ring finger, people are going to think you might be and engaged. That's the thing is that people do that on purpose. I know, to get attention. Yes. You think she did? No, I think she's probably engaged. They have a fascinating history of their relationship, which I'm out of time to tell you about, but maybe I'll have time tomorrow. Wow, Hopefully. that's a good tease. It's really interesting. Great. Gotta Thanks, go. Elizabeth Reese. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions if you get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 12.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, bitches. And your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Here's all the fans today, Colleen. We've got Monica on the line. And uh, what is Monica playing for? Monica is playing for one of these. A movie pass to see A Dog's Journey, the follow-up film to the heartwarming hit A Dog's Purpose during its run of engagement at participating AMC theaters. It's in theaters this Friday. Monica, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to go? Yes. Okie doke. Miley Cyrus starred on what Disney Channel show? Hannah Montana. Who is Katie Holmes' boyfriend? Jamie Foxx. Dream is the daughter of which Kardashian slash Jenner? Kardashian. Oh, Rob. Rob Kardashian. Cardi B was featured on which VH1 reality show? Um, hip hop. Yep. Atlanta. Oh, nope. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, pass. Model Kaya Gerber is the daughter of which supermodel? Cindy Crawford. Cardi B. Oh! I feel like she was so close. But I can't give it to her. Oh, wow. That's hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Monica. Uh, She's so close. The question was... Cardi B was featured on which VH1 reality show? The answer was... Love love and and hip-hop. Not just hip-hop. All right. Now that we've gotten through all those answers to the 30-second pop culture challenge. Exactly. You can always play at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. We like to move on now to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Have we all had a lot to eat over the weekend, Bradley? Why are you looking at me? Well... Because my mouth was making words, and Holly wasn't doing anything, and you were making fart noises. You know, just asking. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked. Let's Dislike. Solve- <laughs> <laughs> that was my Constance Wu impression. Okay, that moving was good. on. That was good. All right. Well, let's solve some celebrity gossip mysteries, Colleen and Bradley. See if you can figure out 
who this is about. Whenever this permanent A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor has to hit the road to promote something, he tried out raising kids' stories, but by the third or fourth interview, he is done with it because he doesn't spend enough time with his kids to actually have any stories. Oh, my gosh. What? Tom Cruise? No. No, I know this one because I saw a big headline uh, telling that this person was praising this person's wife for all of the work that she does with their children. It's a George Clooney experience. Oh, yeah, you're right. Colleen. And I thought the exact same thing because of all these blind items. I thought to myself, you're lying, George Clooney. Not only do you not spend any time with your children, you also don't spend any time with your wife. Thank you. Let me fill in the blank for you. you. So whenever George Clooney has to hit the road to promote something, right now he's promoting his Hulu series, careful, Catch-22, he tried out the Raising the Kids stories, but by the third or fourth interview, George Clooney is done with it because George Clooney doesn't spend enough time with his kids to actually have any stories. Mm, Uh, It's so strange. I really do. I have so much wondering about... So much wondering. I do. I have so much wondering about... George Clooney and his like private life. Don't you? No, actually. You don't, don't. think about that ever? No, George Clooney seems to be one of the most uninteresting celebrities known to man. Well, if you follow the George Clooney narrative on our favorite blind item website, crazydaysandnights.net, there is a lot going on behind the scenes, including death. <gasps> Who's yeah, that's death? right. Remember, there's like a whole like mystery about this person who got shoved off a cliff, right? Yeah. Allegedly, what are you talking about right now? Are, have Lake you two Com- lost your damn mind? No, this is true. Yeah, this is uh, this is a blind item on crazydaysandnights.net where we source all of our blind items. Okay, tell me more. Essentially, the blind item, and I'm paraphrasing in the extreme, is that George Clooney likes to throw parties in Italy at his Lake Como Villa. And allegedly, there was a young man who got chased off of a cliff at this party mm. and died. Mm-mm. And George Clooney covered it up. Why was this person chased off a cliff? Well, we don't know for sure, but oh. apparently there are some eyes wide shut kind of things happening mm-hmm. at these parties, if you know what I mean. Sexy, sexy. It just, the, I guess the thing that I think about is like, if if we're going to follow this narrative that's put forth by NT Lawyer, mm-hmm. that he and his wife don't even live in the same house. Mm-hmm. And then that why did he, he get never, married? Then why, exactly. Then why yeah. did he get married? And why did he have kids? Exactly. Okay. I just, Do we have any answers to that? No. no? Oh, okay. No. I need more blind items. Let's do it. I'll give you another blind item, Colleen and Bradley. Here, try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. This singer, all of you know, says a certain network talent show is fixed to the point where the judges know the winners weeks in advance. Oh. You know, I think my first reaction was American Idol, but I think it's more likely that it's The Voice. Well, you know, Brad, could be either or. It's about 50-50. Oh, okay. On people saying that this blind item is about The Voice or it's about American Idol. So the singer, we're not sure. It could be anybody, really. Katy Perry on American Idol. And then any number of people who are in the judges' chairs or the team captains of The Voice. So let me fill in the blank for you. So there's a certain singer all of us know 
that says that either American Idol or The Voice is fixed to the point where the judges know the winners weeks in advance. Now, this leads to American Idol only because on The Voice, it's it's not necessarily the judging panel per se yeah. that makes the final decision. I might be speaking out of school. No, no, no. I mean, I think here's the other thing. Boy, I'll probably get myself in. I don't know who's going to get mad at me for this. Anytime. Fine. Anytime a TV show puts the voting into the hands of the viewers. Mm -hmm. I'm suspicious about how we know that it's accurate. Meaning, you know, they can say you guys vote on this thing. It doesn't. Say they have to go with your vote. Yeah, they don't you know. have those people with the locked, you know, suitcase like they do on the Oscars. Well, also Cooper Waters what have Price we learned and your mom. Keep Elaine out of this, thank you. <laughs> um, what have we learned in the last twenty years? Yes. It's been fewer years than that, but ev- nothing is real and everyone smokes. Well, I was trying to make a oh. larger point about reality shows, that there's nothing real about right. a reality show. In fact, in pure Orwellian uh, fashion, um, reality shows are like the epitome of unreality shows. Mm-hmm. Like they are completely, they've become something completely non-real, right? Which means that I am not, I would not be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. I mean... I guess we never really have thought about it and nobody's done any because, again, you know, tabloids can't be bothered to actually do any real journalism. Not these days. Nobody's ever like done any investigative journalism into. Well, maybe they have and I, I'm just being dumb, but <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Holly, got one more where that came from. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's some hot gossip bursting through the brick wall like the Kool-Aid man. Woo. Try to solve this celebrity yeah. gossip mystery. Isn't that the Kool-Aid man? That felt kind of incredible, Hulk. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good effort, though. But thank you for trying. In what might be one of the dumbest moves ever, this A-plus list mostly movie actor hooked up with his A-plus slash A-list actress X. Apparently, she wanted to clear the air and they had lunch. Neutral ground at a restaurant she rented out, which is usually closed at lunch. And after they ate, the two hooked up in the private room. <laughs> And when I say dumbest move ever, I am referring to eat both of them. Oh, I feel like this is a Brad Pitt and Angelina uh, Jolie. Oh, I was gonna go more Jennifer Aniston, but oh. one of, is one of us correct and the other one is not. Well, Brad Pitt, yes. I like the narrative that both of you guys are saying though that it could be Jennifer Aniston or it could be Angelina Jolie. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, but why would they? Why would Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt need to clear the air? Well, you know, maybe because they got divorced and they didn't get a chance to say all the things that they wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, but she was already at her party and they were buying houses together and all that, remember? Yeah, maybe yeah. this all happened before that. Yeah, or maybe it happened after he showed yeah. up at the party and was like, hey, okay, I'll catch you later. Hey, let's uh, do lunch sometime. Right, and then they did lunch and then they did something else. Each other. Exactly. What, yeah. Who do the comments seem to think? It's 50-50. Honestly, either Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston totally fits into this blind item. See, I don't. Okay, here's why I think it's Jennifer Aniston and not Angelina Jolie. I think their, um, I think their divorce business is so contentious, and because of the parenting. But I think stuff, that's exactly why they had sex. Oh, that's. Oh, but because no. What I was thing- what I was saying. What I was going to say is, I bet that there's like, like some 
rules around them getting like just getting together, like legally, right? Yeah, them being together. That this is not Mama June. But if they went to lunch and people, whatever, you're right. I just mean that when two people are frustrated with one another, there's more likely to be sexual chemistry there than Jennifer Aniston, because I feel like Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt could just have sex wherever they want, whenever they want. That would advance, you know, the narrative that the tabloids want us to believe. Well, yeah, because again, he bought her house or something. He bought her, according to the tabloids, he bought her the house that the two of them lived in when they were married. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley, Bradley show, Hannah, by the fancy. way, thank you, Holly, for those delicious blind items. You know what I want to do? I want to go back to the Constance Wu story and talk about what Enti Lawyer, who supplies our blind items, said about the old, uh, you know, the what we talked about. What happens when celebrities think that they're too big? Yeah, so she thought she was show. too cool for school. And she ain't the first, and she certainly ain't going to be the last celebrity to do so. We're going to talk about what NT Lawyer has to say about that after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, a little earlier in the show, uh, we talked what about what happened over the weekend with mm. Constance Wu yeah. when she threw a virtual tantrum, literally, on social media because her TV show was renewed. What? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, and you know, we alluded to the fact that uh NT Lawyer, who supplies our blind items on the Colleen and Bradley show, made a really good point about the behavior that we saw from Constant Wu. Constance Wu. Indeed. There was a tweet that happened, oh gosh, I think it must have been Friday now. And I saw this uh, over the weekend, or maybe it was Friday when I was just trolling the the Twitters and saw this blow up. And I thought this was just such a good reminder to Constance Wu and everyone who thinks they are too cool for school. Do you want me to read the tweet? Let's Oh, because we'll do the blind item. Yeah. 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 Holly. Blinded by the item. Doing the tweet? About the blind item from NT Lawyer? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where we're going. So this wasn't really necessarily a blind item, but this is a lesson that NT Lawyer has liked to um, teach the readers of Crazy Days and Nights.net throughout the years. Always rule number one. She thinks she is too good for it now. Let's talk to her in a couple of years when they reboot Hollywood Squares again, and she is the upper left. She can wave at T.R. Knight and Emmy Rossum with a hat tip to Katherine Heigl in the center square. Mm. Lesson number one being never leave a hit show. Yeah. Period. And when you think about, then he went on to point out a number of other names that you will recognize because mm. these are people who were on a hit show and at the height of the show decided they were too big, too good and said bye thinking that they were going to build a career in movie or in another show and it went the other way. I mean, the list is really exhaustive and endless and we were talking about this earlier today. It's everybody from, I mean, the ones that stuck out to me are people like Suzanne Summers. You go all the way back. Like she thought and, you know, um, I don't know what she would say today. In fact, I really don't care most days today what Summers has to say. <laughs> oh, she's, wow. she's not a very nice we person. We are speaking truths today she's on just, the Colleen and Bradley I'm show. I'm sorry. She's just, 
Anyway, mm-hmm. moral of the Rudy Tuesday. A little Rudy Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a nice salad bar with those pumpernickel croutons. <laughs> but uh, Suzanne Summers to um, people that, you know, y- we might have forgotten about. In fact, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Dan Stevens, remember, he was going to be a big movie star. And, you know, okay, he did a couple movies. He was the beast in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I no. I mean, yeah. he left Downton Abbey at their height because Literally. he wanted and and you'll recall some of the the other stars of the show when asked about it would say things sort of tongue in cheek like he left for Hollywood he's going to be a big star nope sorry not sorry didn't happen right mm-hmm. and Holly you have the list there I think of all the other ones too oh that yeah that Lawyer pointed out well gosh remember David Caruso from NYPD Blue mm-hmm. left after a season we also have um Anthony Edwards yep. is on this list. Well, he left ER, mm-hmm. you know, and where did Pamela he go? Anderson. Pamela Anderson mm-hmm. left Baywatch. And Lisa Bonet. Yeah, The Cosby Show, well, A Different World. Different World, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Christopher Maloney from Law & Order SVU. Delta, Delta Burke. Yeah, I mean, it's... Topher it, Grace. When you really sit and think about it, um, the the list is long and distinguished of people who thought better of their own abilities and their career potential uh, and and decided to go their own way at the at what ended up to be the expense of their careers. Now, he does point out that there is one person that he feels is an exception to the rule of uh, don't leave a hit show because it won't go well. And the person he says is Sandra Oh. But he says that Sandra Oh left Grey's Anatomy not because she wanted to be a big movie star, but because she had made a ton of money and just wanted to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I know you love Grey's Anatomy, but to say that she left when she did, was that like the peak of that show's fame? Not really. Right. Like, right. It was sort she'd of done her time. Exactly. And I feel like it's kind of like, you know, like when B. Arthur wanted to leave the Golden Girls and they decided to like push forward without her the golden palace it didn't last and it was because the show was over like the t- the timing was just ready for the show to be done right. and so she knew she knew when the timing was right and it's just it's a thing it's ego that's all it is like i'm sure every because think about it every time you're on a successful show somebody thinks like they know better and they're gonna you know um they're going to do what nobody else has done because they're different than everybody else and doesn't what you learn you, very quickly is that that's generally not the case. Doesn't it make you wonder about the people who are around that person? You know, how is for I'm and I'm thinking right now specifically of Constance Wu in the middle of all of this. So she has now gone to Twitter and Instagram and social media to say that she does not like the fact that her show, the hit show that was renewed because it was doing well, came back. Because it meant that she couldn't do another project that she feels really good about because it was going to stretch her as an actress. Doesn't it make you sort of wonder about the people who she's keeping company with? Like, doesn't anybody say, hey, girl, listen, like, I'm here for you. If you have those feelings, I know you can totally like talk to me about it. But we don't maybe you don't want to share that with the world. Yeah, No, it says that she's not connected to those people. Yeah. That's true. Which doesn't surprise me because I imagine when you're a big star on a show, it's not like we're all, it's not like, you know, here at my talk, we just hang out and chill out during, you know, shows and talk with people. 
I'm not comparing uh, like what we do to them, Mm -hmm. but in a way, you know, we're all sort of, I don't think in any workplace, if you're someone like her, that you are probably spending a lot of time with your coworkers mm-hmm. because you think you're better than. Right. No, but and I, I'm actually specifically talking about like her actual friends or like people in her no, life. But like her her, mother. those people are telling her those are the people to watch out for because those are the people that are telling her the things that they don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. They're like, you are, you know, you did this amazing movie. You have this amazing career. You have all this amazing talent. All these other people are just, you know, doing their thing and they're fine with where they are. You need, like, I imagine it's those people who are actually convincing her that, that she's that, more special. Yeah. Interesting. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley trainer had an observation of the youth of the world Get over the weekend. We are going to hear what he has observed of today's youth. <laughs> After this on the Colleen and Bradley Lucky show. Lucky you. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.